The recording is finished. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> hey, I don't need that kind of editorial content from services we pay for. That's uh, finished. <laughs> we haven't even started. <laughs> Listen to me. It's as good as it's going to get right now. <laughs> Less is more at this point. <laughs> There's apparently some fantastic AI in Zencaster going, I've listened to 180 of these. Trust me. Yeah, it's finished. Oh, levels, levels. Levels, levels. So uh, I want to start off with some follow-up from like, I don't know, a year ago. Did you see California is now letting autonomous taxis operate 24-7 in the city of San Francisco? I did see that story this week, yes. I thought that sounds kind of cool. I have to go to San Francisco here at some point, I know. Uh, coming up here in my trip, I may give this a try. I, I, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Really? You are you, are you still thinking they're not safe? I mean, is it going to take me down a one-way street and strand me at the end of it? Well, I mean, given the whole, you know, them clumping together and making a traffic jam and blocking yes. emergency vehicles. I mean, they're they're probably not safe, but that's actually has nothing to do with why I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Well, what did you read? Well, there was also a story in the San Francisco Standard this week that apparently people are having sex in the robo-taxis. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh, this is not ideal. Okay. I I guess people are going to do what they're going to do. How big of a problem is this really? Well, the article said that people were specifically hiring robo-taxis to drive around (laughs) secluded locations just for this purpose. Oh, but it's not like, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, Uber rideshare or something. I'm not, I'm not going to be in the taxi with them, right? Okay, true, true. But let me ask you this. Would you sleep in a bed in a hotel that was rented by the hour? Okay, yeah, valid point. Though I am just going to throw this out there. I would still take that hotel over the hotel that you stayed in in Las Vegas. <laughs> Having been there, I will tell you this, that is the right choice. Ring that bell. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and short and short songs, short themes at the beginning, apparently, are always an option. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. This is this we're we're this is almost uh, talking to Todd after dark. Not quite. I don't. I don't, I don't know if we, if we got this, if we got the start of it in, we got the start of the half inning in before the top of the hour. I don't, it's close. The the lights are coming on is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, talking to Todd after, after twilight, (laughs) definitely after twilight. Yeah. That that doesn't, that doesn't sound. 
No, but if we put Twilight in the um, title, we may we may get a whole bunch of fans. <laughs> not fans, listeners, people who tell us this has nothing to do with Twilight, the movie series. Doesn't matter. You listen. <laughs> sparkling vampires. Trust me. More <laughs> stick around. Listen all through the podcast. There will be some more sparkly vampire stories later. Trust us. We'll get there. <laughs> wink, wink, like, nudge, nudge. But first, sports. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the day at Iowa Falls today playing golf with Dad. I had a little bit of sports and then drove back here, and that's why we're recording so late. So, you know, buckle up. Excellent. I mean, you know, good, good. Had an all day of golf. Yeah. And then I recorded Talking to Todd. Well, the golf offsets it. So it's still set. He still had a good day. I actually, I actually had a really good day today. Uh, Dad and I played 18 with Mick Ryber uh, and uh, Mr. Phipps. He's, he's really, uh, anyway. And for the first nine. And they call then... me Mr. Phipps. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Popped into then... my head and I had to, I had to say it. <laughs> and then Dave McCauley. For the second nine, uh, Kathy's dad, who I hadn't seen in forever. And then when we were done with that, I worked a little bit in the afternoon. And then we went to this fundraiser gala at the country club to raise money for an art collection in Ellsworth Community College. And Aaron Finnegan Andrews, Aaron and Brad were there. But Don and Jan Rudy Oh, that's a scoot. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Galekum Dieka. Chad and Kurt Gervich's dad, Dave Weldon's mom, sat with Dave Weldon's mom. I don't know. Anyway, it was like old home week. And John Baldwin did the art for the fundraiser. Uh, so I got to see John and catch up with John and, and Bev and Jeff and John's mom. I don't know. Anyway, had a really good night tonight. And now here I am doing this. So there's that. I mean, had a really good night tonight. It was good. It was a great day. It really was a great day. Night's not over yet. All right. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> uh, should we jump into feedback, follow-up, sure. and updates? Yep. You started out last week. We started We started out with sports last week. We did. Yes. And you apologized. I did. Yes. Preemptively. Yes. From, from the other side. Well, this was weird. We... We listened sitting out on the screen and porch. So rather than from the other side of the truck, but from the other side of the couch, don't apologize for too much sports, <laughs> says Amy. Don't apologize. Sports is good. It's what you guys do. I'm like, okay, I'll pass it along. The problem with that is I feel like that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we'll know when we hit the sweet spot when Amy says, okay, one, that's enough. And two, Todd needs to apologize. <laughs> I stand corrected. You guys, I didn't think you could, and you did, and I don't like it. Speaking of that, America's uh -huh. Cup coverage probably is going to start up again in the next cup. No, not actually. Are that's they doing pre-race warm-up kinds of that's things? That's next year. That's, oh, that's okay. next year. Okay. The fact that I know that it's next year is sad and amongst itself, but I, I can look for America's Cup news. Let me let me see what I got. Continue. 
I, I, I don't know. I'm feeling follow up at the end I, for some reason. I don't know why. Huh. Maybe I'll need to, maybe I should preemptively provide some America's Cup content. No, that won't help either, as we learned last week. <laughs> I tried to be helpful, toddlers, and it still backfired on me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you? Did you? Yeah, no, no. I did this no. on purpose. Oh. <laughs> if you haven't figured this out yet, it's mostly for our own entertainment and to shock the other person into reacting badly. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. From Toddler Negative 18, one thing that hasn't actually been determined, and this may be a good question for Todd's Tech Corner, as brought to you by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. Okay. How many WAPs would it take to reach peak WAP? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Todd? In, look, in... <laughs> look, look. <laughs> I wrote that cold open and I had to write it four times because the first three were funny and we couldn't save them. <laughs> well, we could. It would just be just between you <laughs> over and over, <laughs> including two of which had dad jokes that we couldn't say. <laughs> and then this question comes along. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. <clears throat> yeah. Because here's the thing. Because see, I just because here's, here's the thing. I, your mileage will vary. Some people think that having one WAP in the bedroom is enough, but other people go for more. It's kind of based off of your preference. <laughs> totally fair. You are in Utah. <sighs> maybe 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 <laughs> undisclosed the, utah the adjacent the problem is just the th thing you got to worry about with yes the, the thing you have to worry about with the performance of your waps is the more that you have the more you have to worry about interference so <laughs> accurate on so many levels <laughs> start interfering with each other and that's where you really get the problems i desperately think we need to move on please <laughs> oh because my that's god all accurate <laughs> the last week on the educated idiots they made they made a, a a long series of testicle jokes which was followed by oh my god we're so juvenile go nads <laughs> Oh, sweet Lord. My God. Other feedback. Oh, Toddler 401k. Yes. Gave us a thumbs up for last week's episode. Excellent. <clears throat> I'm not sure what that legally commits him to. I was going to say that's legally binding. Yes, it is. So excellent. Now all we have to do is go to Saskatchewan to collect. <laughs> Can I buy stock with a thumbs up? I don't think so. Meanwhile, he says, you just did. Yeah, oh, <laughs> apparently it works for Uber stock. Okay. Let's see a little bit of follow-up because I didn't have any, 
I didn't have any corrections last week. Did you have any corrections? No, I did not. Okay. Nope. Did, I didn't want to skip Lisa. Do you have any feedback from Lisa? I did not. No. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Follow up. So sports is starting to fire up again here. The Premier League started. Uh, NFL preseason craptastic, whatever. That's all started. And um, I'm just going to get ahead of this. Sports writing. All the sports writers who've had to take time off because their season is has, you know, hasn't started. We're we're in for a really bad season of sports writing because I've already noticed some stuff that is is not great. The after the first game, the first match in the Premier League, Friday afternoon, the very first game and only one game happened. The Athletic ran a story, said, why is there so much added time in the Premier League this season? They were explaining why the rules are now going to be that they're going to add more and more stoppage time at the end to more accurately reflect the lack of actual playing time. But they ran this after the first match, and the first match had the standard normal amount of time. They basically were like, I've written this thing six weeks ago. And as soon as this first game goes, I'm going to, I'm just going to publish it. Yeah. There wasn't that. Why is there so much added time in the Premier league this season? The season is one game old and there isn't any anyway. That's cool. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe that's, you know, whatever. Saturday ESPN has a picture on the front of it showing Bryce Young completes his first NFL pass to Adam Thielen for a first down. Okay, look, it's preseason. None of this counts except for the ticket price. The ticket price counts. As season ticket holders, I can absolutely verify that. Yes. And if you want to start getting pedantic, is this his first NFL pass? No, because his first NFL pass as an NFL player was probably in training camp. So he's already thrown lots of passes. This isn't a game. There is no stats. This doesn't count. So if you wanted to be accurate, Bryce Young completes first NFL pass against opponents not in game situation to Adam Thielen for a first down. (laughs) We're going to need to tighten that up a little bit. Just (laughs) thanks for the clarification. Appreciate you. So what I've discovered is while the sports writers Aren't, aren't in mid-season form. I'm already in uh, mid-season outrage sports form. Oh, this is going to be a good fall. How about you? What do you have for follow-up? Facebook fed me this week an ad for video editing. Really? Do you have 12 hours of video from a tiny camera that you don't have time to edit? Wait, what? Let us, yeah, let us create something for you. It's like they're talking directly to us. We have like 11 and a half hours of video yes. from a tiny camera that we don't have time to. Oh, my God. You know, I've I've always said I like that Mark Zuckerberg guy. I I like I like the cut of his jib. And I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. And when the robots, namely Mark and and his like take over, I you know, I'm all for it. I for one That's welcome, oddly Mark. specific. Twelve right. hours I know, right? tiny camera. Oh dear. By the way, I've start. I've, I've gone through this video. I've started going through the video. Just to find where we got lost yet. Well, I well I 
I can't figure out which turn we missed other than we're on the track here and we're missed anyway. What I've also on some of the, on a lot of the video what a lot of the video is just me sitting standing at the top of a hill <laughs> drinking water and then seeing you come up to the hill and then I realize you're thinking, "Oh, this would be a good place to stop." And me getting on my bike and riding, and you're like, "Oh god." Yeah, you got a nice rest at the top of all those hills. Well, those hills are I, a great place. Yeah, to, that's a great place to just kick back and relax a little bit. Boy, that was fun. Should we should do, that do again. it again next year. Yeah. Let's see, where were we? Oh, Todd's Tech Corner. You've got a, wow, you've got a whole battery of things in here. I see what you did there. Yeah. Okay. Real clear. I'm just going to clear some of these things. Oh, it's the uh, Todd's Tech Corner brought to you by Taylor Center for Technology Policy. Thank for you. all of your technology policy, the Taylor Center. I don't, I don't think that's their slogan, but you know, if he wants to use it, they can. I don't. <laughs> He's paying for that about as much as he pays for the sponsorship. Yeah, sure. Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Um, quite a few things came over the uh, the tech transom today and or this week, and uh, there's no room in idiots. So I'm just throwing some stuff out here real quick. The EU has now passed a rule that. This is going to get challenged. Uh, you know how we said that the EU kind of forced Apple to put USB-C on phones starting next year, and that's probably going to start happening this year? Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. They've now passed a new rule that basically any all phone makers are going to have to make user-replaceable batteries in their phones, which almost no phone maker does anymore. Samsung, Google, like... I think Google. I know Samsung. Anyway, all the big phone makers, they seal the battery inside the phone because everybody's like, oh, this would be really good because now you can do this and you can use it. What this will mean, just real clear, is uh, in order to do this, phones will have to get bigger or thicker or batteries and or batteries will have to get smaller. And it will also probably affect the waterproofing of the phones. Yep. So you will be able to replace batteries. Maybe if Apple sues, whatever. I don't know. Europe only, whatever. In exchange for being able to replace your battery, your phone is going to get bigger, heavier, less of a battery, and it will become less waterproof. This is the part where, again, the EU got it right with the USB-C thing for now. But this is the problem when you get legislatures involved in designing products. This There are trade-offs here, and this could be bad. So... And and you know they're just trying to be helpful, and yet yeah. <laughs> we're going to end up going back to those, you know those the cell, the cell phones that were like that looked like a full heads handset with the antenna on it. Those had removable batteries. Anyway, yes, they did. So did my Nokia eight hundred, which I would take in a heartbeat. Very hard to a... surf the very hard to surf the web on that though. <laughs> okay, so. Side story, a friend of ours, have I told you this? A friend of ours needed a cell phone and she is not tech savvy. Okay. At all. So got her an Android. <laughs> oh, dang. no, sorry. No, Actually, that, that was I got her a cricket flip phone because she just needs a phone. She doesn't really need to do anything. She needs to call people or not. And it's still got the old, just, I mean, it's a flip phone. It's got buttons, you know, for the numbers 
It doesn't yeah. have a keypad. So in order to text, it does. it is smarter than the flip phones that we used to have. It does have some predictive texting. Okay. But what it did was remind me of a story about how my, when my mother was learning how to text, she would use the keypad. And if you asked her a question, she would respond with yes, except she would just type WDP and send. And we were supposed to figure out that WDP meant Y-E-S. You know... <clears throat> Which we did because it's mom. Yeah, that's kind of like, uh, that's almost like Sandy's Enigma machine. Yes. It's encoded. Whether you want it to be or not. It's encrypted. You figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, so we got her this flip phone, which you could remove the battery on. Oh, well, that will be allowed in the EU starting in 2027. And it's got a, and it charges with USB-C. So it, it was, it was a fully compliant EU phone. So, so actually, you got her the most technologically advanced EU phone because that one's from 2028. Yes, <laughs> here's a phone from the future. I don't think I don't think so. Wait for it. You know what? Let's see. Does anybody from the no? We're not. We're not supposed to do that. Okay. Nope. Nope. It's not funny. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Couple of other things. Yeah, yeah. A couple of other things in Todd's tech corner. Let's see. Oh. Dell, uh, I don't know how many uh, how many ever how many people have bought a Dell recently. Uh, Dell got fined six point five million dollars because on their webpage, when you went to buy a Dell, they were offering you a quote unquote deal on a monitor that you could buy, and they would put a price on it and slash it through, and put another price that would be lower than the slash through price. So if you bought it now, you know you'd save money. Turns out, what they were doing was the slash through price was that wasn't the price of the monitor on the website. They just put a random higher price up there to then offer you a different price. And in many cases, the discount, the quote unquote discounted price was higher than the retail price on the website. If you just went to look for the monitor monitor yes so they lied about the slash through price jacked the price up and then told you it was a one-time only offer admittedly it may have only been a one-time only offer because the only way you're going to get the jacked up price is to buy it right now anyway so they got caught (laughs) and now they've been fined 6.5 million (laughs) dollars yeah and then (laughs) and then speaking of uh, tech companies doing bad things HP is getting sued. So if you buy an HP all-in-one where it's a printer, a scanner, and a fax machine, multiple people, so multiple people have joined a class action lawsuit. Apparently, if you have an HP all-in-one and you try to scan, if you don't have a full ink cartridge, it will tell you you cannot scan. If you try to fax something and it doesn't have a full ink cartridge, it will tell you that there is an error. And the only way to clear the error is to go buy more ink. Now, this sounds terrible. Canon also was doing this. They were sued 
for doing the exact same thing. That one was settled out of court before it could become a class action lawsuit. However, um, this one might be moving forward because the all-in-one where they advertise you can scan anywhere, they've now taken all of that down because apparently if you don't buy ink for your scanner, it doesn't work. (laughs) Welcome to the new digital age where we have to print. That new paperless society that we're all trying to get to. Yes. The paperless society absolutely requires ink. Clearly. You don't need to use the ink. You just need to buy the ink. Look, don't print. Print, don't print. We don't care. We don't care. But you have to buy the ink. <laughs> and printer ink from HP and others, if you look at how much is in the cartridge versus how much it's worth, it is worth um, significantly more than gold. Oh, yeah. Like, like way more than gold gold jerry so anyway if if you have an hp printer and your scanner isn't working just go drop a couple hundred bucks on ink and see if that don't do that just throw it away and go get a new one it's terrible for the environment but this is the game they want us to play anyway there you go there's a todd's tech corner where pretty much everything is not great right now yeah you know you know where everything is great where I don't think that means what you think it means. Uh, this this should be pretty quick. This this stat hit my. This is sports, so okay. I apologize to Lisa. Now I just have to remember welcome. everything I've read in the Athletic in the last week. Giancarlo Stanton leads the Marlins in total home runs over the last seven seven seasons. Wait, what? Giancarlo Stanton leads the Marlins in total home runs over the last seven seasons. Question number one, how many home runs has Giancarlo Stanton hit for the Marlins over the last seven seasons? Oh, I see what you're doing here, because I thought the first question was going to be, which team does Giancarlo Stanton play for? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, that's not the question. No, because that's a good question that I'm assuming we're going to get to. Okay, so how many has how many home runs has Giancarlo Stanton, famous Marlin, hit for the Marlins in the last seven seasons? I will say eighty-three. No, I'm I'm not going to be able to give you a bell there because the answer to that question is fifty-nine. Okay. All right. During that span, yes. How many seasons has Giancarlo Stanton played for the Marlins? Current New York Yankee Giancarlo Stanton. I believe the answer is two. <laughs> the answer is one. One season over the past seven years, and he is still the home run leader <laughs> for the Marlins. <laughs> two is, you know what? Two is close enough to one. Why not? <laughs> You're welcome. I, I <laughs> stopped him. No, I was just thinking, I read a story this week in the athletic that the former owner of the, of the Marlins 
is talking about how Derek Jeter, as owner of the Marlins and president or whatever, destroyed the club. And the thing that he said really was, was the thing that really pushed him over the edge was, remember that really weird looking sculpture they had that anytime a Marlin in their new, when they hit a home run, like yeah. dolphins, like it was, yep, saw that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They took that out of the outfield and put it outside the stadium. And that's what the owner's pissed about. The former owner is he ruined the stadium because he moved the artwork. And I'm thinking that's your problem. <laughs> that's your problem. You're, your home run leader for the last seven years hasn't played for you for six years, and he's still your home run leader, and you've got a problem with where the artwork is situated. Okay. I'm, I'm actually just trying to draw attention away from me onto the owner. That's, I mean, if, if we're being really clear, I don't really care. I'm not that worked up by it, but I was trying to get everybody on my side to be mad at the owner and forget that I screwed this thing up. Just projecting. This, distracting. It prestige. Probably- Illusion. It uh look over there. Look over there. <laughs> <laughs> this could have just as easily gone under idiots, but I'm like, yeah, this could be Todd Guess a number or Todd Out of Know or whatever the hell we call this segment. <laughs> anyway, what's next? Oh, hey, I think we're on to the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Speaking of of idiots. Speaking of idiots. There we go. Okay. Okay. So I think this one came out today. Coach Deion Sanders Prime is very upset. Uh, He got very upset at practice with his team. He is trying to focus them on being disciplined and not having penalties. And there was, uh, I believe, within the last day or two, there was uh, a couple of players started to get into a fight in practice, and he was irate and yelled at his team for not fighting more. So what he got mad at was he started yelling at his team because when a couple of players started fighting, other players walked away from it so they wouldn't get wouldn't get involved, and he yelled at them about how that's your brother out there and we do things together. And his comment was he yelled as as he yelled at the team. If one of us fights, we all fight. Now my comment would now you're on scholarship. I get that. So you can't do this, but I would be coach question. Yeah. Where were you? Cause you said, we, you said, we, and I didn't see you in there throwing haymakers. So I'm just, and you know, you know what his answer would be? Oh, prime don't hit. Yeah, prime. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Prime don't hit. No. Nope. You ever see me play defense? I don't hit. I don't tackle. I, I was all no. over it. Nobody was coming near the ball, but I know. No, no, no. Prime don't hit. So anyway, <sighs> this is good. Remember, these are student athletes who are there to get an education first and then make make coaches and athletic directors in schools millions and millions of dollars. And they're also supposed to not get penalties. However, if a fight occurs, he wants everybody on the team to join in on the fight. They can't flag all of us. Yeah, actually they can. They can. (laughs) Anyway, so discipline is going super well at Colorado. Welcome back to the big 12. Jeez. How about you? What do you got? Uh, I brought two. Okay. Two options for you to choose from. Yeah. Option number one. Hey-oh. And option number 
no, 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 option. I don't, I'm, a con- I'm a little concerned about that one. Not okay. liking that. Okay. Uh, option number two, that's a mouthful. Okay. Audience, uh, toddlers, I'm going to be clear. I, here's the feedback I get. No matter when you give me the option, no matter which one I pick, I always pick wrong. <laughs> I'm informed of that constantly. I picked the wrong one. That said, I what I look what I see here is you know uh, when Ad- Admiral Akbar yells it's a trap yes I see I have two paths to move forward on and both of them Admiral Akbar is saying come my way boy come my way <laughs> it's a trap I will cow barn yes. horse barn sheep barn pig barn it's all the same <laughs> yeah it's all going to end up in the same place but I will take that's a mouthful. So last night we had our preseason gathering for football Friday night because I'm when I'm not doing this and I'm not doing anything else, I'm on the radio for KXNO, right? I'm Dwayne, not the rock Johnson for KXNO's football Friday night. And year number one, we were powered by body armor sports drink. Okay. and year number two, we were powered by Jethro's Barbecue. And apparently, before I joined the crew, we were for several years powered by Jethro's Barbecue. And that's always our lockout. From Norwalk, this is Dwayne Not the Rock Johnson for Football Friday Night, powered by Jethro's Barbecue. And it goes back to the station, right? Okay, makes sense. This year, God love him. Joe has been out selling ads and selling sponsorships. Yeah. To be clear, the idiot here is me because I'm going to be saying this mouthful over and over and over. Yes. From Norwalk, this is Dwayne, not the rock Johnson for football Friday night, powered by Jethro's barbecue and presented by Diarman Ford, Indianola and Diarman automotive in Knoxville. Oh my Lord. What am I? It could be slightly worse. Can you can you give it to me one more time? Football Friday night, powered by Jethro's Barbecue. I appreciate the opportunity to practice here before yes. I have to do this live on the radio. For the yes. record, yeah, where the paycheck yeah. actually comes into play. Yes, go ahead. right. Yeah. Where the yes, and to be clear and fair to Joe, if it weren't for the sponsors, I wouldn't be getting paid. So yeah, there's that. That that's what this is for. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. So. Football Friday night powered by Jethro's Barbecue and presented by Diarman Ford Indianola and Diarman Automotive in Knoxville. Okay. All right. So when Lindsay and I had our season tickets at Rayel Salt Lake, they had they they had a lot of sponsors and it was odd. They had an official banking sponsor of Rayel Salt Lake and an official credit union. Of a rail salt lake. So, so really? some things were sponsored by a bank and some things were sponsored by a credit union. And, it, and, and if those things happened together, it almost sounded together. And at one point, Lindsay and I basically got to the point of this corner is brought to you by Zion's bank, Zion's bank, the official bank of rail salt lake, the official bank of, of rail salt lake sponsorship was brought to you by <laughs> Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America Credit Union, the official sponsor of the official bank sponsorship reads for Real Salt Lake. Those sponsorship reads were brought to you by Ken Gart Ford, Ken Gart Ford for all of your sponsorship needs. 
That's what I'm saying is. (laughs) Like, you still have time to tweak this a little bit. I think what you need to do then is instead of saying, and presented by the, the dealer, you need to say, so this is brought to you by by the barbecue. That barbecue read was brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then our official our official what, what did you say Ford dealer? What what dealer? Yes. Yes. Our official Ford dealer is brought to you. Um, our official Ford dealer announcement is brought to you by our other official Ford dealer who sponsors our Ford dealer reads. <laughs> It's gonna. You want to run time. that past somebody. You want to run that past somebody I, before you just start. I, yeah, I may need stuff. to go check with the iHeart people before I start fiddling with the with the copy. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Nice. The guy from Norwalk's got some ideas. Oh, God. <laughs> Great. Jeez. I do have I do have one quick feel good palate cleanser. Okay. Uh, I got to go grab something off the fridge. I'll be right back. Hold on. Alrighty. Pause. So uh, one of the Flinnies down at Amy's office was doing, uh, their kid was doing a fundraiser. And they were selling a six pack of cupcakes. Okay. As a fundraiser for, I, I don't know what it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, frankly, it doesn't matter. But Amy bought a six pack of cupcakes. They were delivered to the house. And the kid wrote us a thank you note. Wow. Thank you. It it does meet the definition. It is a scrap of paper ripped on three sides with two words on it. It <laughs> It does it does meet the literal definition of a thank you note. I he, he's eight. We'll take it. I guess. Yeah. No. I. You know what? I. You do what you can do, right? You 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 do what you can do, and and that you know what? Good for him. Yep. But it was it was cute, and I I uh, I've got it uh, tacked to the side of the fridge as the thank you note for the cupcakes, and it makes it makes me chuckle because it's it's absolutely awesome. <laughs> oh uh you watch anything good this week a couple things uh we went and saw uh we went and saw barbie so you did we, yes yes is that the what, second movie you've seen this year second movie we've seen this this summer yes <laughs> are you feeling okay <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, I will say, so we've seen, we've seen these two movies fairly soon after each other. Uh, There are things when you go to the movie that you appreciate about going to the movie. What it Uh also does, however, is it makes you appreciate not going to the movies, including, and this might just be our theater. We don't love our theaters. They're not great. They're, they're fine but not great. They're doing this cool thing of once. So the, with the trailers start. Okay, cool. Hey, we get to watch the trailers, which by the way, the trailers are ads. They're just ads, but they're trailers. Oh, let's see what we can go to. Fine. 
they are now interspersing actual ads between the trailers. So you yep. get a trailer and then you get a guy selling you insurance. You're going to die one day. Going to need some in- what? And then and then and then you got another one. And then and then they start doing this thing with you, which is they start rolling the, "Hey, we need you to turn off your cell phones, be quiet." You're like, "Oh, thank goodness." Nope, that was an ad. Trailer. Oh my god. So you are told three or four between three or four trailers to silence your phones and go get your coke and whatever, and then you're like, trailer anyway this is nuts hate it hate the people who walked in and had something but i don't know look if you have a conversation that's going to last for for two straight hours why why do you go into a movie to continue the conversation anyway that all said barbie fun movie enjoyed it a lot both lisa and i didn't know what to expect it weren't sure what to expect and walked away saying i had no idea what to expect and that still surprised me I, I was ready to be surprised and yet didn't see that coming. Really? Yes. Okay. And I will say this. I also walked out of the theater saying, and I get that this is a little different. I walked out of the theater and I couldn't remember the last, well, didn't try very hard. <laughs> walked out of the theater and I told Lisa, you know, it's actually nice to go to a movie that is not a superhero movie or a big budget you know, the Tom Cruise vehicle, like this was a really good, unique story that I didn't know what was going to happen because it was unique. It was interesting. It told a different story from a different perspective. You had no idea what was going to happen. And it's like, you know, most of the movies we go to, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, you don't know how it's going to happen. Are they going to find the thing? They're going to find the thing. Are they going to defeat the bad guy? They're probably going to defeat the bad guy. Is James Bond going to die? Probably not. Gonna... Hold on. Wait. Anyway. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but highly recommend. I can see why it's made a billion dollars. It's a good time. And I also can see why there are a non... A, there is at least a, a group of people in the United States that are incredibly, incredibly pissed that that piece of art exists. Yes, I, I understand that. Because it's what makes the movie good. Anyway, I'll Do just... Do I need to go see this in the theater or can I wait till it hits my screen? Oh, I think you can wait till it hits your screen. The only reason to go see it in the theater is just to go see it now while it's, you know, while it's a thing. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be 102 here on Wednesday of next week. Maybe I'll go then. That might be a good thing to do. This is, I think that's, I guess that's what I'm getting at is this isn't a movie you have to see in a theater and going to see it in a theater makes it feel, it makes theater feel better because you didn't have to see it. If that, if that makes any sense at all. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The other things we finished up the current season of Queer Eye. We get, we jump back into that. Okay. If if you're having a bad day, a bad week, whatever, and you just need you just need something that's like I just need something uplifting. I need something that is. I just need to feel good about something. I, I will say this: you, you just go into Netflix and you watch Queer Eye, and you can't help but feel like like that's just a. Just, it's just a positive, uplifting show. In if especially if if you if you need a positive, uplifting show, 
And then the season two of James May's O Cook dropped on Amazon Prime, and we watched all of it. You know, it's a guy from Top Gear doing a cooking show. Not bad. Actually, a lot of the stuff is like, oh, yeah, that looks that looks pretty good. So anyway, that's there. We watched it. Would I recommend it? It's not bad. James May's not for everybody. So, <clears throat> yes. Anyway, I'll leave it there. How about you? Amy's been going through the back catalog of the Grand Tour. I can... Yes, I can attest. James May is not for everybody. Interesting note, as we're watching this, Lisa has said when we first started watching Top Gear, James May was her least favorite person on Top Gear. And now through through Top Gear and the Grand Tour and into the other things, uh-huh. I think James may actually be our... I, whether he's the favorite or he's the one easiest to tolerate. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. <laughs> you know, hard to say. Yeah. How about we you? Also, we also watched uh, your recommendation from last week, the 80s theme song quiz. Yes. Oh, Knott's Landing. No, no. Oh, maybe that's Knott's Landing. No, no, no. No, that's Knott's Landing. No. <laughs> Damn it. For the record, Falcon Crest Dynasty and Knott's Landing all sound exactly the same to me. Dallas was the only one of those that I could actually pick out. The one that I guessed twice for real, and then after that, if I didn't know, just became my default answer, because that's funny. Riptide! (laughs) Which was none of them, was it? Which never appeared, ever! (laughs) One of the ones I did not get, I think this was in the second, it must have been in the volume two of the ones that we watched, uh, that I didn't get at all. I was like, I have no idea. I can't, I've never seen this show, Wings. What? Turns out, I know Wings. I watched yeah. Wings. Yeah. If you if you said, Todd, I'll pay you. I just heard the theme last week. If you said, Todd, there's $10,000 on the line to get three notes of wings, right? I couldn't do it. <laughs> gone. It it was gone. I listened to it, went wings, gone. Anyway, I don't. And Margaret. <laughs> I played, played this, this game before. before. I know that's one of the answers. <laughs> answer to one Riptide. of these questions <laughs> is Riptide. <laughs> so that's what i got uh this week i learned some stuff did you learn anything i did okay so this week the i believe it's the 18th of of august is the 25th anniversary of when the original imac shipped now oh. it was introduced in May, so there was a bunch of there was a bunch of things. The 25th anniversary of Steve Jobs introducing the iMac was back in May, but now in all the tech stuff, this week 25th anniversary of it shipping and people getting it in in its in their hands. And in the history of Apple, I mean Apple almost in the 90s Apple almost went bankrupt. They were within 90 days of running out of money. Steve comes back. They introduced the iMac. The iMac 
is a huge success, which gives them enough money to make the iPod. The iPod then is a huge success, which gives them enough money to make the iPhone, which then gives them enough money to buy out God. So all of this kind of goes back. Without the <laughs> iMac, there's probably, you could make a very strong case. Without the iMac, there's no iPod. Without the iPod, there absolutely is no iPhone. So huge thing. It's that translucent one in the colors. Yes. Yeah, I was I was going to say because I absolutely know. But for our listeners, yes. if you could please describe which Macintosh computer the iMac was that revolutionized because I again, I absolutely you know, know yes, which model know. we're talking yes. about, but perhaps our listeners do not. If you could please. Uh, you know what? I'll handle this. In yeah. 50 words or less? Yes. Okay. So you're welcome, Lisa. It had like the CRT screen in the front. Yes. And then it had that curved body and it was translucent and came in colors. The blue, the orange, the green. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which they yes, started running one. ads, the, yep. the one of many colors and had the handle on top, even though it was super heavy. And if you carried it by the handle, because it had a CRT and not a flat screen, the handle was in the back and the monitor was in the front. So it did. Link? Don't do that. Yep. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that it one. Made okay. That one. And it had a huge deal because it also got rid of the floppy drive and it got rid of all the old ports and it start it had a U, the only thing it had was a USB port and at that point everybody said this is funny it had a USB A port and everybody said Apple has jumped the shark because they've gotten rid of the serial port the parallel port they're going with this new fangled technology called the USB port that will never take off because it's this Apple thing that they're doing anyway that worked out so yeah, so it's 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 the one in all the colors. Came out 25 years ago. Here's, however, what I learned. I tell you that story so I can tell you this. Yeah, I thought we were in Tech Corner for a second. I got lost there. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Huh? Yeah. Okay. When that was introduced 25 years ago, the Mac was 14 years old. When that got, because the original Mac was- 512. The 128, the, the original. Oh, the, the 128 original. original. Okay, yeah. Okay. That was 14 years old. It seems like an eternity because there was the Max, all the Max, and the company almost went bankrupt, and then this thing comes out. That was only 14 years. As of today, the iPhone has been out 16 years. <laughs> wow. Wait, what? That'll like, put it in perspective. Holy cow. <laughs> And the iPhone pretty much still looks the same. <laughs> like like the Mac, the Mac was created, had this huge thing, almost died, and was resurrected 14 years. <laughs> iPhone, been around for 16 years at this point, and it's still basically the round rectangle that you're holding up there. Yes. Here's my five. Here's my 14. <laughs> anyway, I that's it. one. I keep my five on my desk for the record. I keep my five on my desk to be able to throw across the room when I'm frustrated and not throw my 14. I can throw my five and I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I may even have a four in a closet somewhere. You probably still have every iPhone you've ever owned. No. Oh, no. Oh, you traded no. them all in? Do you have the first yeah, one? I, Tell me you still I, have the first one. No, I don't. We got the first one. I got that two months after it came out. Uh, six yeah. weeks after it came out. Got it in Chicago. 
Matter of fact, uh, we were outside having pizza and Lisa gave me the iPhone. Sold that on eBay to pay for the iPhone 3G. Because at that point, the phones are still pretty expensive. And Lisa's comment was, if you want to upgrade, we got to sell this. So I believe we sold it to somebody in Turkey of my collection. Mm -hmm. I have an original Mac. I have... So I have the first Mac, I have the first iPod, I have the first iPad, I have the first Apple TV, and the first Apple Watch. But I don't have an original iPhone. And apparently I may not have an I may not have one of the original <laughs> Vision Pros, but that's still being debated. No, it's not being debated. Oh, it's not. I will not just totally I will totally not have one of those. <laughs> So yes, the iPhone is the only sort of the original Apple product line that I that I don't have. And they're a little pricey to get a hold of right now. So um that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's what I learned this week. Tech tech history and the way math and history works. <laughs> How about you? What'd you learn? So we went to the state fair on Saturday. Awesome. Luke, Lucas brought home seven friends, Hannah and six others, none of whom so all, I mean, Lucas has obviously has been to the state fair before, but none of the rest of them had ever been to the Iowa state fair. Cause they're all Illinois kids or one of them's from Burlington. Anyway, we all went to the Iowa state fair and there were, as often happens at the Iowa state fair, there were presidential candidates around, right? Oh, I heard. I heard. I think I heard something about that. Yeah. So at one point, the kids decided to go to the Midway and Amy and and I were old. We're going to go to the Varied Industries building because that's what we do. It's time to talk to people about hot tubs and solar and coating coating the garage floor, you know, things like that, you know, replacing your bathtub, you know, Varied Industries building stuff. So anyway, so we, they go to the right, we go to the left, we're walking down the concourse, and all of a sudden, there is this massive, massive being a relative term, 35 or 40, people wearing Ron DeSantis shirts and holding Ron DeSantis signs, and Amy says, hey, I'm like, what? We should, and I'm like, oh, look, there, eight feet to my left, is Ron DeSantis. And we both agreed immediately that we needed to get out of there because we might be caught on camera and someone might mistake us for Ron DeSantis supporters. Oh, you know what? You didn't need to worry about that. He doesn't have any supporters. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, So we left there immediately and went over to the bathroom behind the administration building because those are the best bathrooms on the state fairgrounds. And as we were leaving the state fairgrounds was the register soapbox. At the register soapbox was Marianne Williamson. Okay. Who is a different kind of crazy than Ron DeSantis. I believe that's her I believe that's actually her campaign slogan, a different kind of crazy. <laughs> But but none of that is what I learned this week. 
when I told you that story to tell you this. <laughs> I did. I, this is all just preamble okay. to what we actually learned. Yes. We were hungry. So this is before the DeSantis episode. We were hungry and Amy and I wanted to go get a pork chop on a stick. Have you ever had a pork chop on a stick at the Iowa State Fair? I have not. I mean, it's a pork chop, but they just kind of leave the bone in. So you hold on to the bone and you eat the pork chop. Pork chop on a stick. Absolutely one of our must-do things at the State Fair. So we were going to go over and get a pork chop on a stick. We walked over there and there is this big, huge crowd. And then, and but they weren't in line at the pork chop tent. They were there. Here, I'll send you a picture. Okay, that's a long line. Yep. Big crowd. Big crowd was there to wave at the limos pulling away from the state fairground. Oh, I thought that was the line for the good bathrooms. Okay, sorry. <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're all waving at the limos. Your favorite president and his, Donald Trump, pulling away from the state fairgrounds right there. And this and this this crowd has their backs to the pork chop on a stick line, which we were in. We were in the pork chop on a stick line, to be clear. We get to the front of the pork chop on a stick line, and I'm ready to pay for our three pork chops. And she says, no, 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 you're good, and marks down our three pork chops. And we go on our merry way, eating our pork chops. And the next morning, I start reading through the timeline of who was at the fair and who left and who what and who did what and whatever. I have come to the conclusion that Donald Trump bought our lunch on Saturday. I can't say I never got anything from him because apparently I got three pork chops. Uh, you know what? We're not even playing the bell. We're not even playing the thing. We're almost done. We're almost do I done. Need to, do I need to play the other theme? Nope. No, because uh, this is not political. This is factually what I'm going to say. This is I highly, I know that you're kind of worried about this. You think, oh, maybe I put one over on him or whatever, but here's no, the no, thing. No. That there is no way that Donald Trump paid for your pork chops because he doesn't pay for anything. <laughs> Right, Rudy? <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prinz wherever you get your pods. Just search talking on the number two. No G, no space. Uh, you can X us on Facebook. Can't tweet us anymore, but you can X us on Facebook, apparently. I think that's how that works. Uh, you can always check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our sponsors. We appreciate all of you, especially Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and dj to go Cedar Valley or five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley and their food truck, hopefully coming to a city near you very, very soon. As always, you can send us your feedback. We love your feedback. Send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. I'm going to take a drink of my bourbon, Todd. Okay, three things real quick. Number one, 
You know, I'm starting to think we need to do these. We need to do these more at, at night. Like I, the, the, I don't know. They're just they're they're different when we do these at night. Number two, I do have America's Cup follow up that I did look up, but I'm going to hold it because that was funny. But I'm going to hold it because we got time to cover it. Number three, I don't think the whole thing about the 14 years and the 16 years completely landed. So I'm going to give you a completely different one because I, I, I the oh, it's been it's been so many years since this happened and so many years since then. This is. This is what I'm going to blow your mind with. Just real quick. I did math. I verified this. If you take the year that we were born, okay? Yes. It has been twice as long from that year forward till now. That's twice as long as from the end of World War II until we were born. (laughs) Damn, we're old. Yes. Yes. Very old. Because when we were young, World War II was a long, long time ago. <laughs> ages and ages and ages ago. When we were born, that was only 26 years <laughs> after World War II. <laughs> it's been 52 years since then. <laughs> since. Well, you know what? It's late. Let's go to bed. Sleep on that. I'm sure you're going to have some good dreams. <laughs> No, no, I won't, because I'm old. I'll have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Keep hitting the bourbon that way. It'll be four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been great. We'll be back next week. Join us again. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Who says we're old? We talked about flip phones, inkjet printers, and World War II. I mean, come on. If that doesn't say hip with the kids, I don't know what does. <laughs> the idiot toddlers, Doug from the idiot toddlers, can come on and update us on what's bricking with the kids. <laughs> Joke for one person. You know what? Better than most of our jokes. <laughs>